Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, boy. Folks. That was a dandy. Sacramento holds on. They win it 134 to 133. I think that's the most entertaining game of the season going right down to the wire. And raise your hand if you had Steph Curry turn the ball over to lose the game for the Warriors. Ryan and Sacktown, in just a moment, you're watching If You Don't Like That. Sacramento missed you. Carter. Stolen by Williams. And look at this. Oh, you don't like that. You don't like NBA basketball. Fox. Goodbye. Oh, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. The exclamation point from the Eric Fox. Oh, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA Boy, that's an ESPN highlight right there. Whoa. Carlson comes in. How about this? Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. That is a major league smudge. What a game, 134 to 133. And I'll start off by talking about Harrison Barnes. I've never seen him play better than he played tonight. He was outstanding on both ends of the floor. Holy Harrison Barnes. Man, uh, was he special tonight. 39 points, Grant. Unreal. Very efficient as well. He also got to the free throw line in the first half, which set the tone for this team in the yep. second half. Really great stuff. Boy, Kevin Herter goes to the line, and he misses both. All right? So the Warriors don't take a timeout. They play it. You know everyone's going to have the ball, and uh, you know everyone means they're going to get the ball to Curry, and he does. And the Kings did a nice job. You know, they forced him wide. He turned the ball over. And uh, that's your ball game. You know the Kings were up seven with just over four minutes left, and you go and you just saw this thing. And then the Warriors actually had the lead on Kaminga uh, and his dunk. But I give the Kings credit, Harrison Barnes and company. They get the job done, and uh, this sets up this road trip very well. This would have been a disaster, a disaster had they blown this game tonight. Grant, you said something at halftime. Um, you talked about if the Kings were in a four-point game with four minutes to go, you did not like their chances. They won this game tonight. How do you feel about them now? Uh, it was a great win. Not a good win. It's a great win. You're on the road against your nemesis. Uh, Steph Curry is Steph Curry, and he was trying to get his team back along with Kaminga. 
and he turned the ball over. I don't ever recall seeing Steph Curry turn the ball over in a situation like that. So, you know what? Uh, I thought the Kings got the stops when they needed. I thought Keegan Murray did a really nice job on Steph in that fourth quarter. And Kevin Herter misses two free throws, and you're like, oh, no, not again. Right? You just saw that yeah, in Milwaukee. No, absolutely. And you're like, oh, no. So um, it's a big-time game. It's a big-time W. There's no other way to say it. Yeah, it's a huge win, especially because of who the opponent was, Grant, and especially because this is a team win. This is one where all the guys can come in the locker room, pat each other on the back, and you all contributed here. So really big for the Kings and sets the tone for this road trip, Grant. Um, absolutely huge start. Um, what they needed, you and Jerry said it leading up to this game. That's back-to-back excellent games for Harrison Barnes. What a difference when Barnes is a factor now I don't expect him to do this every game, but wow, what what a what a game for Harrison Barnes on both sides of the floor. He got that crucial stop on Kaminga, and the the ensuing possession. Herder ends up going to the line and misses both. And I I don't know about you, but I thought that the Kings were going to lose the game when 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 Kevin Herder missed both free throws. I'm like, they're going to lose. I'm like, they're going to lose. You know. Well, you know, the Kings, in order to start righting those wrongs from the past with free throw shooting, they got to start somewhere. Tonight was not the night, but they still come away with the W. So at least it's all that matters. They, it's all that matters tonight. And Grant, we talked about turnovers. It, a pretty damn clean game for both teams, by the way. Yep. 10 assists, thir- or 10 turnovers, 13 assists, or 10 turnovers, 13 turnovers for the Warriors. And that 13th turnover by or that Steph Curry had. Huge. I mean, the Warriors only had single-digit turnovers in the first half. Yep. Double digits takes them over. Kings win. Listen, the Warriors played last night. You had a couple days off, and you got the W against the team that you have had problems with. They beat you in the playoffs last year, and you got six more games left on this road trip. So, you know, a lot of positives, a lot of positives. You had, you know, Harrison Barnes with 39. I mean, he was brilliant. You had Fox with 29. I like what I saw from Keegan Murray's defense. You know, if you told me before the game that Malik Monk would only score four points, I would tell you the Kings lost the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, talk about a scary fall, too, by the way. Um, yes. That was terrifying. Um, and the refs got that right, I thought. Yes, they did. Um, that, that was just a basketball play. It was playing the ball. Yep. But, um, you know, the other guys picked it up. For the guys that usually hold it together for the Kings. So great stuff. Guys, We Grant and I can talk about this all the night, but we want to get you in on the action. There's the QR code right there. Scan that. We got it down below and up top. Um, so bring it on. We want your comments. Uh, we get to our first caller of the night, by the way, and you don't have to be on camera, uh, but we get to our man that usually throws his arms up in victory. Condog209. What's up tonight, man? Oh man, what a game! And three, three in a row that it's come down to one point between the Kings and the Warriors. So that's yeah, how about that? What type of a rivalry this is? Yep, I think it's as good as any rivalry right now in the NBA. Uh, I mean, you have Fox, you have Curry as the headliners, and then you get a game like Harrison Barnes. I thought Kaminga played, you know, very well for Golden State. I mean, he's really improved, uh, you know, his game. He ended up with 31 points. I mean, this was a hell of a game tonight. 
This was a hell of a game. Wake up call for Harrison Barnes recently. Herders come back alive. It is good. Good. It is good. I love it. Yeah. yeah throw throw the records out when these two teams get together. Their their styles just when they mesh together. This is what happens most nights. But a huge win for the Kings. Connor, thanks for being here, buddy. We appreciate the call. Awesome. Go Kings. Yeah, and I'll tell you something else. If if the Kings are looking to make a deal, Harrison Barnes has not hurt his trade value the last two games. On national TV, Grant, do you think that's purposeful on behalf of the player, the organization, or both? You know, I, I know Harrison Barnes loves being in Sacramento. Um, and I know he's very tight with Mike Brown. And I don't want to speak for Harrison, but I don't think he has any problem staying in Sacramento. I, I really don't. You know, I don't think he's like his agent, Jeff Schwartz, is, you know, actively saying we got to get you out of here. I, I don't believe that. There's a lot of upside for Harrison to be in Sacramento right now. And if he can play like that, the upside for this team is uh, limitless. Hopefully yeah. we go back to the phones. We get to Dirk. Welcome to the show, Dirk. You're on with Grant Napier and Rhino. Hey guys, uh, I've seen enough of the Warriors uh, this year. I'm just so tired of this playing this team. The game always feels like it's out of control and it's always going to be chaotic. That's not fun for me anymore. But uh, uh, some notes on this one, man. No defense played at all. We even saw Kessler Edwards. He did not have much of an impact. Um, I'm going to once again call out Keegan Murray's on-ball defense is insane to me. Yeah, watching excellent. that impact. If he can just stop shooting unbalanced three-pointers, like, you know, when he's balanced, that shot seems to go in. It's just when he's trying to get a quick shot up or something. This The sky is really a limit. This is going to sound weird, but I can't wait to see him after another offseason, just with all that growth we've seen from him. Uh, I still don't understand why Sabonis can't rebound against this team. I don't necessarily blame him. He had eight rebounds this game. I feel like the Warriors know he's the only rebounder we have, so they're going to keep him off the block and then realize no other king is going to step up to, to grab those boards. Uh, Harrison Barnes is an enigma to me i feel like maybe he is just realized okay i don't necessarily have to be this team guy be that fifth fifth guy who's not getting his shot i don't know it's just amazing i mean he's it's the same game he's always had he's not doing anything new he's just looking for his shot um, Dirk, first Dirk, uh, really quick a lot of three ball shot tonight 48 by the kings 37 by the Warriors. Jerry Reynolds at halftime talked about long rebounds. I think that came into play tonight in regards to Sabonis, but it's a trend we'll keep watching. Yeah, well, good point. Very good point. One more thing I want to bring up, and I was curious if anyone else saw this. So 350 to go. Sabonis with the offensive foul starts yapping at Herder. Mike Brown seemed to be not very receptive to what Sabonis had to say in that moment. Cut to 315. Sabonis gets tied up, loses the tip, but he's telling Keegan Murray where to be. I'm pretty, I have reached that conclusion that Sabonis is going to always regress in the clutch to an average player. I personally would like us to see us not run the offense through him in those moments uh, because I think his emotions get the best of him. The, the moment gets too big, and I think we have other options late in games, but that's just my opinion. Thanks for letting or taking my call. Yeah, I don't agree. Uh, uh, thank yeah, you Nate. very much. I, I don't agree awesome. with you there. I mean, Sabonis is your best passer down on the block. 
I mean, you know, he had 13 assists tonight. So I, I don't agree with you. I'm fine with the ball going through Sabonis in that situation personally. But, it, you know, you obviously watched the game. You studied it. You're breaking things down. And I greatly appreciate that. But in that particular instance, I don't agree with you. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, you got to take what the defense is going to give you. And you look at how Sabonis, you want to talk about Barnes and especially Herter playing so much better. Give a heck of a lot of credit to Sabonis for the yep. screens he's been setting and the anticipation and passes he's been making. You know, again, he had 13 assists from 13. A big 13. Man. 13. 13. Yeah. Right. See, the problem, Grant, is Sacramento fans are getting desensitized to seeing 13 assists from a big man in the box score. You, you don't normally see that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, I didn't. Someone said, did Grant just say that Sabonis is the Kings' best player? I said he's their best big man passer, okay? Get the crap out of your ears and listen to what I'm saying, okay? And he is arguably the Kings' best player because he's the three-time All-Star, okay? But what I said is he's their best big. He's their best passing big man. It's not debatable. It's not even close. There's no one that you can even put in the same sentence with him when it comes to passing. Have you noticed all the triple doubles that he's had this year? That, by the way, is points, rebounds, and assists. Hello. What does he have, nine well, already this year? I mean, stop. Yeah, yeah it, it is notable that, you know, he doesn't get the double-double on the rebound side of things tonight, but I, I think the 13 assists does overshadow any of that. Especially here's what overshadows it all. The Kings won 134 to 133. That's what overshadows everything. No doubt. And and Grant, I want to go back really quick to one thing Dirk said about Keegan Murray as well. You're talking about him being off balance. If he's not having a good shooting night, okay, I get it. But Dirk, have you seen what this young man's been doing in the last 14 days with his yeah. body control, 
drawing fouls, one-legged fadeaways in the lane. That is purposeful, Dirk. So um, those are things I want to see on a consistent basis from Keegan. Uh, we get back to the phone lines. We get to Serbia Baki. Welcome in, if you don't like that. Hi, guys. Hey there. First of all, I'm going to challenge you, Condog. Go Kings. <laughs> and and uh, only one question, guys, because I'm going to be very short this, this one because Djokovic is in a big, big trouble. And... Uh, uh -oh. Only, yeah, two sets down. Uh, yeah, I did so, see that. Yep. Let's, yeah, uh, and, let's, uh, stick, to, let's stick to basketball tonight because this was such yeah, a thrilling game. What, what's stuck to out basketball. to you tonight? Uh, do, you guys, do you guys can believe that uh, Golden State Warriors plays the best basketball against Sacramento Kings? How is that possible? Do, do, you, do you notice their best game comes up always against the Sacramento Kings? Yes, because the Kings are not that hard of a team to play because they're one-dimensional. And they're, they, the Kings play the Warriors style. And the Warriors used to be the best team in the NBA playing this style. But they're not the best team in the NBA playing this style anymore. And in my opinion, the biggest reason is, is because of the decline of Klay Thompson's play. When Klay Thompson and mm -hmm. Steph Curry were both All-Stars, the Warriors were the best in the league at playing this style. And they have the hardware to prove it. So the Kings and the Warriors are basically mirror images of one another. And I think it's the war. It brings out the best in the Warriors. And I think the Warriors bring out the best in the Kings. That's why, in my opinion. Great Fabulous point. point. Fabulous. Great. The, uh, great. great Rocky, point. The, the only thing that I would add to that is the Warriors have the advantage up here on the Kings. Yes. To me, it is still Agreed. little brother versus big brother. You got it. So. And Grant got it. <laughs> Love it. And by Rocky. the way, we're not going to see a first-round playoff series with these teams. It would be almost impossible based on the standings with only 39 games left. You may see – now, again, understand what I'm saying here. I'm using the word may. You may see the Kings and the Warriors play in the play-in tournament. And, I, and I'll tell you this. If I'm Sacramento, I don't want any part of that. I don't want any part of that. No if you're, if you, I don't want any part of that. Well, I think if if we're gonna step up, we're gonna avoid that season in uh, playing tournament. Yeah. Yep. If we're gonna step up, six. yep. It's difficult for Golden State to step up, maybe, but for the Kings, I think it's possible. Yeah. Don't disagree. Don't disagree, Baki. Thanks for calling us here on. If you don't like that, we appreciate it, man. Thank you, bud. I mean, Thanks, the Warriors, when they won their championships, could beat you at this style all the time. Not just once in a while, all the time. Klay Thompson was, at that time, one of the best two guards in the league. And it's really not debatable. Curry and Thompson, they were the best backcourt in the NBA when they were winning their titles. As you can see now, Clay Thompson is just another guy. Okay, Clay Thompson was five of fourteen tonight. He's not anywhere near where he was, and that's the to me that's the biggest difference when I watch the Golden State Warriors right now. They don't have an All Star two guard the way they used to have for all those years. They just don't. 
It's a good point. I mean, he he's played a little bit better as of late. Um, here's the thing, Grant. The Warriors created that style of basketball. They created it. They put the blueprint for the Kings to have this offense. So they're the masters of it, and he, he, that's part of the reason Mike Brown has had success with this system in Sacramento. All right, this question. If we're honest, though, wasn't this just two mediocre teams playing uh, tonight? In my opinion, the Warriors now are a mediocre team. That's They are. The Kings are better than a mediocre team. The Kings are a good team. I personally don't put the Kings as any better than a good team, but they are a good team. To me, the Warriors are a mediocre team, and I think that's a very good point, but I think you're, I think you're selling the Kings short. The Kings are better than a mediocre team. Yeah, maybe they haven't been winning the games that you would want to see them win lately, but they're more than a mediocre team. All right, that's, not, that's not accurate. Warriors? They're a mediocre team, and all you got to do is look at the standings because if the playoffs began today, the Warriors wouldn't even be in the play-in tournament. I mean, you got to call it the way it is. The Warriors are 12th in the West. That's mediocre. All right? Is, the it, fair, in the West. is it fair to say the Kings are an underachieving team? Based on the first half of the season, slightly, yes. Slightly. Okay. Yes. Yes. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. But the Warriors uh, – the Warriors – aren't even, I mean, you could make the argument the Warriors aren't even mediocre right now. The Warriors are, again, 12th in the conference. And they're, what, four games under or five games under five. They're now 19 and 23, okay? Mm -hmm. They're four games under 500. That's not even mediocre, really. That's a bad record. But couldn't you say the Warriors, at the same time, I'm not trying to have the Warriors back here. They've battled injuries they've battled players underachieving like we've seen and a lot of drama surrounding draymond green so i look at 19 and 22 and i still think you're the golden state freaking warriors and you see jonathan kaminga have a performance like he did tonight and you think they could turn this thing quickly not to be a contender but they could be a threat their windows closed they're not their championship windows been shut closed nailed they have there's no way they could win a championship with this roster i personally don't think that they have enough to get into the top six in the west i think the only way we're going to see the warriors is if they're seven eight nine or ten i just i, I don't see it i think that they i think attrition has really caught up with this team you mentioned the other issues um the reason why the kings and the warriors i think are so dynamic when they play one another is of matchups I mean, it's yes. a perfect matchup. There's not a lot of defense yes. on the floor. It's a jump shooting for all intents and purposes game. And it's it's fun to watch. I mean, it's entertaining to watch. There's no question about that. It's exactly right. Uh, and, and, here, and, and I want to add something else real quickly. Here's another yes. big factor that I see right now with the Golden State Warriors. Andrew Wiggins is not close to playing the way he was. And I think that's another thing that we have to talk about. Yeah, no doubt. And I think it's comparable to the comp of Keegan Murray and Kevin Herter when they don't perform, or Trey Lyles when he doesn't yeah. give you something off of the bench. So, Grant, I know there's been a lot of comments about this tonight. Does uh, the play tonight change your mind about a power no. forward and the Kings going no. after one? No, it doesn't change at all. It's an 82-game season. It's not a one-game season or a two-game season. So, I mean, you know how quickly this can change, right? I mean, we were just on a, a a stream, what, 10 days ago when the Kings had just played great against a bad Charlotte team, but we're thinking, okay, the Kings have a great chance at a 4-1 road trip, and what happened? 
they ended up losing four games in a row. And Kings fans thought the world was coming to an end. And you got to trade this and you got to trade that. You got to do this. You got to do that. I look at the big, I, I don't look at a two game sample size. I look at five game sample sizes. That's what I look at. And we'll see. You know, you got now six games left on this road trip, but this is a tremendous way to start the road trip. And I, I didn't think the Kings played that well against Atlanta. I don't know about you, but it, they didn't blow no. me away against Atlanta. But I was very impressed with Sacramento tonight. Very impressed. But you know this, and I know this. Had the Warriors scored on their final possession tonight, you know exactly what the narrative would be, right? Oh, boy. Yes. Well, that's that you just blow okay. it so up. We're, so yes. we're talking about the difference in one point, or in this case, two points, because you, you won by one. Had the Warriors scored on that final possession, you know what we would have been saying. Kevin Herter, he would have been getting killed for missing two free throws, right? And we could go right on down the line. This team would have been getting destroyed tonight. So that's why I don't put too much into any one game during the regular season. So, okay, I think that's very fair and you've said that about segment or i agree with you the sample sizes but are we on that same point you look at the last road trip are we being too tough on this team was it actually not as bad of basketball as we thought it was despite the end result you're right it wasn't as bad as the results they played well against milwaukee for most of the game they played excellent in phoenix for uh 40 minutes so, yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I thought they did play better than maybe the record indicated. Hey, I want to tell you about SacServicePlumbing.com. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. Call that number on your screen. Remember, they're available 24-7 for all of your plumbing needs and repairs. That's SacServicePlumbing.com. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. But I want to get back to that question because I think it's a very good one. Yes. My biggest issue with the Kings this year has been their inconsistencies from not only game to game, but quarter to quarter. I thought tonight was a very consistent four-quarter game. One of the most consistent four-quarter games that I think they played this year. And I look at that as a real positive. The question is now, can you take that into Dallas? Yeah, and you've got you've got to take it. You've got to – you remember how the Kings bounced off that game last year with the Clippers where it was double overtime, one of the best games in franchise history? This feels like this could be the game again for the Kings this mm-hmm. year. So um, hopefully they yep. can make the most out of it. And although it's a long road trip, they have opportunities on this road trip. Yep. Well, and you're playing Dallas, who's really struggling right now. You know, the Mavs have lost three in a row. They are five and five in their last 10. By the way, the Kings are also five and five in their last 10. But Dallas has lost three in a row. And, and they're catching back to back. They're catching the Kings on a back to back second time. How about that? I didn't even realize that. So the Mavs play before before they play the Kings, huh? Wow. Yep. They, they're they getting them again. And did you get a chance to check out Luca and him having his yeah. buddy in the front row thrown out? Yep. Yep. That you was know, Luca, interesting. Luca, Luca has got issues uh, that are not to be ignored. Okay? First of all, he can't shut up on the court. He's constantly, constantly yelling at the officials after every single whistle. And I got to tell you, that bothers me. I mean, that, I, I've, and I've been very vocal about that. But you're right. Dallas plays in Atlanta the night before. So 
How about that? You're playing the Mavs twice in Dallas when you're sitting there waiting for them. It's a big deal. That's Huge a big deal. deal. Atlanta yep. to Dallas isn't a super easy travel. Now you're not you're not going to have any jet lag, so chill out. But, it's not bad. Uh, I'm gonna, but I'm going to tell you why it's not bad back to back. You gain an hour going from Atlanta uh, to Dallas, so you're going to be landing before midnight. The, the 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 biggest factor in this back-to-back is how many minutes will the Mavs have to play in a 48-minute game? The travel is not a big deal because you're going to gain an hour on the way back. Well, Atlanta is no Milwaukee, and that's who the Mavs yeah. matched up with the night before. And arguably one of the Kings' best games of the season, at least one that sticks out in my mind in Dallas. Well, you know, back to Sacramento. Uh, again, they'll, they'll be able to be in Dallas. Dallas plays – Atlanta than the Kings, but I talk about consistency, right? Mm-hmm. There weren't a lot of lulls in this game. I always expect runs when you're playing the Warriors. It's almost impossible not to have those fluctuations in a game with these teams. But I, I'm talking about 48 minutes now. Out of the 48 minutes played tonight, I I really would give this team a very high grade for most of the game. I would I thought they were very consistent. And I like that. That's a great thing to build on heading into the rest of these road games. Yeah, no doubt, Grant. And uh, some of the things Golden State does well, the Kings negated tonight or they made up for in different areas where they did things better that Golden State uh, usually does. So um, I just think it's one of those things. You've got to come out and punch Dallas in the mouth playing the night before. And you need to match the pace you played with tonight without the Warriors on the floor. Bring that to Dallas. Bring that to Dallas, and let's see if Harrison Barnes can go for the hat trick. You know, he played so well against Atlanta. Played uh, – again, I don't know. Have you ever seen Harrison Barnes play as well as he did tonight? Not that consistent. I, mm-hmm. I He's been on his shooting streaks a, a game last year where he hit like seven or eight threes in the first quarter, I want to say. He's had that type of hot, but not like tonight on both ends of the court. Yeah. By the way, I should also point out about the Mavs. Kyrie Irving's got a thumb issue, and he's listed as questionable for the game in Atlanta tomorrow. All right. And also, Dwight Powell is out uh, with an eye injury. So keep your eye on that. Kyrie Irving may not even play on Saturday. Great point, Napes. Uh, Grant, how about Fox coming out of his slump tonight? Did How did De'Aaron look to you tonight compared to the past few games? More engaged, particularly when they needed him in the fourth quarter on those back-to-back threes. I thought one of the biggest points in the game was when Steph Curry went by for a layup on with Murray guarding him, and Murray clearly fouled him. And Curry kind of argued for a second. The Kings came down in transition, and Fox hit the three, okay, while Curry was late getting up to the court. I thought that was a very important part in the game that a lot of people would not talk about. Curry's not going to miss that free throw. It would have been a one-point game, but instead, Fox goes down, makes it a five-point game with the three. I thought because if, if Curry goes to the line, then the Kings don't get out on the break. All right. Yeah. They either got to rebound and miss free throw, which is unlikely, or they got to inbound the ball. They wouldn't have been able to come down on a break and get that quick three. I thought that was a critical part of this game 
that not a lot of people are going to talk about. That was huge because uh, Curry was clearly fouled by Murray with the body. Clearly. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They missed the call, and the Kings took advantage of it with a quick three in transition. That's spot on. And Grant, that's any team, not just the Kings. Any team would have been in that same position with Steph, but especially the Kings having the struggles they've had down the stretch. That that call, what a great observation. Very All good, right, one, one, 134 to 133, a tremendous, tremendous win for the Kings tonight. There is no doubt about it. This is one of the best wins of the year. The way uh, national TV, Kings haven't been playing that well. Uh, Curry, team that beat you in the playoffs. I chalked this up as one of the best wins of the year. Hey, look, this feels like one of the first times I can remember in the last two years, the Kings beating the Warriors at their own game. Yep. If you can't build off of that as a young yep. team, you're going to have a hard time building off of anything. That's a great point. You can build off Bennett's too. Don't forget about their weekend brunch and their weekend prime rib. This is their newest location at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland, Bennett's West Side Grill. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com, make a reservation and more. Prime seafood and steak, over 60 different types of wine available by the glass. I will be in Sacramento in two weeks, and you'll be seeing me at uh, all three of the Bennett locations. I make sure that I'm there uh, as often as I can be when I'm in Sacktown. So I'm very much looking forward to being uh, in Bennett's in February and uh, hope seeing many of you there. Again, go to Bennett's Restaurants. Com. Thrilling, thrilling game tonight as Sacramento wins it 134 to 133. And now it is on to Dallas. And you make a good point. I was not aware that Dallas plays tomorrow night. So, boy, could you imagine starting off this road trip with two wins? That would be huge. It would be massive. And two wins in the Western Conference. It's what this Kings team needs. Gets them back on the same page, no doubt. Yeah. Any negatives tonight that you saw from the Kings? Um, gosh, Grant, I don't want to be too um, hard on the Kings, but dribble penetration. I, I, I think the dribble penetration is still too much of a problem. And that's saying yeah. something when you have Davion Mitchell on the court as much as he was on the court tonight. So um, they've got to be better there. Other than that, I, I'm a satisfied, satisfied Kings fan. Somebody said Jason Kidd is on the real hot seat. I think Luka Doncic is very hard to coach. That's what I'm hearing. I've been talking about this for a couple of years. Rick Carlisle wanted out. He didn't want to deal with it anymore. You know, he's now in Indiana and doing very well. He's not an easy guy to play with, and he's not an easy guy to coach. And that's what's going on right now in Dallas. So uh, we'll see. The Mavs, again, they have lost three in a row. Three in a row the Mavs have lost. We'll see what they do tomorrow uh, as the Hawks are back after their West Coast trip, in which obviously Sacramento beat them pretty handily uh, just the other night. Um, is Morant playing for the Grizzlies in that game? Are you aware that Morant's out for the season? So the answer to that question would be no. I talked with uh, Eric Hasseltine, very close friend of mine, who's the radio voice of the uh, Grizzlies. And I spoke to him after the game last night in Miami. Because I'm like, wow, you guys are playing well. And he goes, man, the young guys are hungry and they're playing their asses off every night. And it goes back to what Dick Mata told me when Dick was coaching the Kings one night. And the Kings were playing the Dallas Mavericks when they had Mark Aguirre and Rolando Blackman and that tremendous team. And the Kings started three, I'm not exaggerating, three CBA players that night. 
and dressed wow. only eight. Okay. And this is something I'll never forget. Dick Mata said to me, he goes, you know what? I'm fine with eight guys. If they're the eight guys that are playing for their lives, he goes, you give me eight guys that are playing for their NBA careers and I'll take those eight guys and I'll be just fine on a lot of nights. And you know what? The Kings won that game that night. And I'll never forget that. They won the game because you had eight players playing the game as if it depended that their lives depended on it. And it's something that has always stuck with me. And when Eric told me that last night, it made me flash back to that conversation I had with Dick Mott. I know exactly where I was standing on the floor at Arco Arena. I was standing halfway between the basket and the bench about 90 minutes before the game. I'm, I know exactly where I was when he said that to me. And at first I was like, Dick, you're crazy. And then the Kings went out and beat one of the best teams in the league that night. I'll never forget it. Never forget it. See, and that's kind of like that Sacramento – great story, by the way. That's that Sacramento work ethic that the fans expect of this Kings yep. team. That, yep. That's what it is. So I, I love that. And what and what have we seen this year when the Kings play an inferior team? What happens? They normally lose, play right? Down. Yep. Or they, they play they down. They normally lose. I mean, yep. the first thing Kings fans are saying now, or a lot of Kings fans, is, oh, which star is out for the other team? We're talking about Kyrie Irving now. I mean, you can only do what's in front of you. But, again, it seems like if the Kings beat the Kings on most nights, they'll handle whoever's in front of them. Yeah. So I love the way they match up with Dallas. I mean, they, they don't have a problem playing with Luka and Dallas for the most part. They've done very well over the years. Matter of fact, um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'd be pretty willing to bet a significant amount that since Luka has been in the NBA, the Kings have a better record head-to-head -head than the Mavs do. I'd be almost guaranteed. They, the Kings play very well against Luka and the Mavs. That's not been a problem for them. Yeah, alternate styles, Grant. Isolation mm -hmm. versus running if the ball is actually moving. Um, Grant, we uh, <laughs> I got to laugh because you asked about the negatives in this game. We've already addressed the game pretty much top to bottom. Any other negatives? Everybody's like, oh, free throw shooting, defense. What do you mean, free throw? We've talked about these things, guys, but we need to get more pressing things. John Finch, Grant has overcooked his lobster by 30 seconds. And he needed to let you know that. The comments yeah. are moving too fast. I can't find it anymore, John. Sorry, buddy. Oh, saw it for a second. But the oh lobster is overcooked. Great. One last question. Do you think as the Kings, first, I don't, as Jerry said, this really wasn't a road game, right? At the end of the day, you're an hour down the road. Do the Kings return back to Golden One Center as the Kings that we know right now on this roster? I don't understand your question. Will the Kings remain the same when they return oh. to Golden One Center after this road trip? Will there be any changes to the roster? I'm trying to, that's a great question. I'm going to say no. What do you say? I'm going to say yes. I, I think at minimum there will be one fringe move. It's a Monty special. You know he's going to make a fringe move. Major move, I'm in the middle. All right, so by a fringe move, you're just talking about a bench player, right? Yeah, a, a fringe rotational. It could even be somebody a step above like a Kessler Edwards that can maybe play 12, 13 minutes for you in a pinch now that Sasha's out for a couple weeks. Okay, so the trade deadline is February 9th. The Kings Eight. play Denver 
right? Am I right about that? Is it February, February 8th? 8th? I believe February, it's February 8th. 8th. My yeah. bad. February 8th. So it's the it's the day before. Okay. I actually, are you sure about that? February, I thought it was the 9th. I, I'll double check. Yeah, Help us right. out in the okay. chat. Let me see here. But whatever. Uh, you, you, you know what? You might be right. You might be right. But it's so uh, you're right. I got it right here. It's the February 8th trade deadline. So that's before they take on Denver in Sacramento on the 9th. Uh, I'm gonna re I'm gonna go back and change my answer because they played the Pistons before that in mm -hmm. in Sacramento. Generally speaking, not always because we just saw the Pacers make a trade. Most, not all, most deals happen 24 hours before the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. So the Kings will be back in Sacramento off their road trip. So I'm still gonna say no, but I do think the Kings will make a trade. Fair. I, I I think as a king, I, if I had a criticism of the front office, it would be I would like to see the Kings be more um, aggressive and not be as reactionary in the market. Because last year it felt like there was a couple of moves they could have easily made that didn't cost much. And contenders in the Western Conference picked those guys up. So to me, I'd like to see a balance there, Grant. I need more than 24 hours unless it's just a blindside you trade. All right, I'm going to go the other way. Everyone wanted the Kings to make a move last year. And what happened after the All-Star break? They went on a run. They got better. They went on a run. They got, they, they got better, and they went out third in the West. And then you're like, oh, wow, aren't you glad that the Kings didn't make a move, and now they're third in the West, and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I can look at it both ways. All right, here, here's the thing that we get, because a lot of people keep on giving us names, like Jeremy Grant or Kyle Kuzma or, or what have you. You you have to give away players to get players. In, in all likelihood, all right? You got salaries, you got everything else. Your, your question is a very good one, but what would happen if the Kings win in Dallas, win in Memphis, and all of a sudden look like the team that we thought they were going to be a month ago or two? You know what I'm saying. Does that change what Monty McNair is thinking if you get a sample size of, let's say, five really good games consecutively. I don't think so. Cause you're talking about a sample size of five games versus a sample size of what grant the Kings. This was 43 tonight. So yeah. you're talking about a hundred under 130 games showing that, yeah, this team's good as is, but they're not good enough to be in the top tier of the Western conference as is. All right. I want to tell you about Calusa sunrise uh, from Blazona development and it is Sunrise Landing. They have six models to choose from. And you can get out there and check out everything. No Melaroos, no homeowners. And phase one is already sold out. And it was great to be able to chat with a couple of people that have already been out there and talked about how great it was. Again, check it out, Sunrise Landing, by going to calusasunrise.com. That's calusasunrise.com from Blazona Development. And uh, Dennis Blazona, by the way, is a huge, with a capital H, Sacramento Kings fan. Huge. And I know he is ecstatic with the W tonight. 134 to 133. The beam is lit. And it's a big win for the Kings. Make no mistake about it. It is a big win. Amen, partner. Light the beam. Yep. Light the freaking beam. 
And you look at this road trip now. We talked about four and three. That's what we were looking at. Yep. Okay, you're catching Dallas on the second night of a back-to-back. They're struggling. Does that change it for you? Does that change yeah, does. your number? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does change the number. Yep, I, I, I didn't realize too. that. Now, the Kings have one back-to-back on this road trip when they play Indiana on the second and they play Chicago on the third. I believe those are the dates. They've got three and four nights. You're right. That is their only back-to-back, but yep. three and four nights. But luckily, the competition's not as tough. It could be tough for that stretch. Could be. Well, you know, you don't know about Indiana, whether about Halliburton. But, you know, i got to give Indiana so much credit. Yep. They don't have Halliburton tonight. They beat Philadelphia 134 to 122. And you're integrating a new Siakam to that yep. team. So yep. in, in Indiana and Oklahoma City are doing it right, and they are fun to watch. And I'm not putting okay. the Kings down. Kings are doing it right too, but great stories. Just understand this, Kings fans. Think about your emotions and think about where you were three days ago and now think about where you are after this win. But also, I want you to take a second and go, what would have happened if the Warriors had scored in that final possession and won the game 135 to 134? We'd be having a completely different tone on this post game. It would have been, oh my God, this trip's going to be brutal. You know, you know it and I know it. So mm-hmm. you got 39 about- from Barnes. You got right. everything out right. of this team. So just think about that. What think about the difference of what two points makes in in outlook, perspective, mood, and everything. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? Well, yeah. Just look at Matthew. I'm so happy, man. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> that's why people always get on me. I don't put too much into any one game for this very reason. The Kings could have very easily lost this game when Steph Curry had the ball and he turned it over very easily. Curry normally doesn't falter in those situations, right? No, he uh, doesn't. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But I'm looking forward to it. Uh, six more games left on this trip. Any final thoughts? Final thought, big game for the Kings. Let's hope this road trip continues. Take us home, partner. Pleasure being here with you and everybody else tonight. Yeah, don't forget to be with us uh, 30 minutes before tip-off in Big D. Uh, Not the home of the uh, losing Dallas Cowboys. That would be home of the Dallas Mavericks, all right? Yeah, we'll be there. 30 minutes, Jerry Reynolds at halftime and the post-game show. Folks, let me tell you something about tonight. Oh, we have got a dandy here in San Francisco. Oh, boy. How about this one? Oh, turn the sprinkler systems on. Harrison Barnes is on fire. Yes. Have a good night, everyone. Light the beam. Keep it lit. Kings win by a point over the Warriors. So long. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.